0: It's Annika and the and you probably know it's cause we won't on that line. And this is you can live any time. Kick it in the overdrive. Yeah, dude.
1: It has been ungodly hot recently has it been a deadly hot there
0: it's been pretty warm here too it's not not as bad as texas when i lived in texas i still i remember when i was dropped off at college uh, which was farther north than texas Mm -hmm. i the very first day that i was there with my mom and dad like moving in all my stuff i remember saying to my mom i said it's cold here, and it was, like, <laughs> August 16th or whatever, <laughs> and it was probably, like, 85 degrees outside, and I was like, mom, it's cold. <laughs> I hate you.
1: It's cold.
0: It's cold.
1: Yeah, it's... <sighs> but now, what...
0: now that I've lived out of Texas for... 5 years. I I think 85 is pretty hot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's been like where I am living currently. It's like been in the 90s and I'm not about that because I am not from the south nor have I ever lived in the south. <laughs> so I'm used to freezing my butt off all the yeah, time.
0: Yeah, 90s is 90s is pretty warm.
1: Like I know that's so very like when people Say hi to each other. Like, wow, this weather. But like, honestly, why? Why? Like, anytime you go outside, you immediately melt and you sweat. Like, there are days where I don't have time to like work out
0: after work, and so there are days I don't get a workout in, but I still have to take a shower because I sweat all day. Sweat all the time. Yeah. I think one of the worst things for me is um, going to to work while it's hot mm-hmm. because while I am inside most of the day it's like completely inappropriate to wear like shorts or like anything, not pants and like a short sleeve shirt to the office. And then you're like warm. Even if you're just walking outside for like two minutes, you're like, yeah. Ugh. that's you why your laptop and your bag and your lunch and whatever else you yes. have to work and you have to walk up the stairs outside the building and then you're like sweating when you reach the door, even though it was like five feet.
1: Yeah. I um I have so many winter outfits because thankfully my mother um was in the fashion industry for a long time. So she has a lot of old like clothes that she doesn't wear anymore. She gives them to me all the time because they're all from like the 80s and 90s. And so I have like sweaters and pants and like good skirts. You can pair with like tights for wintertime, but I have no summer clothes. And so I bought all dresses because I was like, it's so hot. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like at least dresses, you get like a little air like around your body. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. That's the, that's the trick everyone. If you're a boy, the reason dresses exist so we can ventilate.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we need that. We truly, we truly need ventilation down there. It yeah. gets swampy sometimes. <laughs> swampy.
1: <laughs> that's pretty. That's a pretty good word. I mean, sometimes Andrew comes home and he's, I, I he doesn't exactly say it like that, but he's like, I just feel, uh, and I feel like swampy is a very good word to describe how your body feels
0: sometimes. I, I was talking specifically about where you need ventilation while you're wearing a dress, but like, oh, I didn't your know whole you're body about can that probably feel swamped. Well, a lot of my dresses. Oh, well, you're we talking about dresses and ventilation. Well, I was talking about dresses because you don't I don't follow my train of thought. Well, I you didn't that buy came... a ticket to that train of thought. <laughs>
1: No, that that was, like, kind of my thought process, but also, like, I have several dresses that are, like, just very loose-fitting in general, like, throughout my whole body, because you know me, I never want to buy anything form-fitting, because please don't look at me. Um, so I was thinking about my body as a whole, but that also makes sense. Yikes. Well, guys, <laughs> welcome to You Can Live Anytime. <laughs> Oh, wow, that was
0: a very short intro for us. We're getting really good at this podcast hosting thing. Oh, usually our intros are so
1: long. Sorry, guys. Yeah. By the way, I'm Olivia, if you didn't know.
0: I'm Annika, the practicing gay of the podcast. <laughs> and we're here today to, well, first we're here to mustard and catch up with each other. So how have you been, Olivia? Besides hot. Um, hey, thanks. <laughs> hot um things have
1: been good um I just get really triggered when people don't wear masks and it makes me upset but whatever. I actually
0: haven't seen that many people not wearing masks other than on social media
1: okay well where I live people well, are idiots
0: posting things all over social media and they're like it was so fun to hang out with my girl that I haven't seen in like five years the other day and I was like you do realize that social distancing means staying away from people even if you know them. Yeah. Like, just because they're your friend doesn't mean they're automatically not a carrier of COVID. Yeah. And you um, don't have to wear a mask around them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unsh- unsure where your thought process yeah. is.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, no. I go to the grocery and so many people are not wearing masks and it makes me
0: upset.
1: But we've already talked about this and I don't need to beat a dead horse
0: about what the demographic of your area is but I honestly think that I might not see it very much in my area because I live in a very like minority heavy area Mm -hmm. and first of all I think minorities realize that they're Uh, disproportionately affected which is it fair and should be fixed but you know that's going to take a long time and not under this political system and also just that minorities are often just more compassionate I think like I don't know I I like to think that everyone's
1: nice but I've been proven wrong so many times so who knows
0: well I'm just thinking like stereotypically Oh. The people who are not wearing masks and who are being very loud about it are wealthier white people. Oh, see where I live? It's a, a people or who live in more... Not as wealthy white people. It's,
1: But it is mainly white people.
0: Yeah. You are that's correct. Mo- that's mostly my point, is that I feel like because I'm living in a place that's very diverse... Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, white. I think I see people wearing masks more because mm-hmm. they—they're not white people.
1: White people, what are we doing? Get it together. You know. and I wear masks. We social we distance. Do we
0: do social distance.
1: Andrew and I literally talked about how we haven't sat in a restaurant since COVID.
0: Yeah, I haven't either. I've gone to restaurants. I go to my coffee place, I pick up coffee, and they have this thing where there's a table in front of the door, and the door is open, and you have to come to the other side of the table, and then the barista just sets your coffee on the table, and then you leave. Mm -hmm. You don't even go into the store. I went to pick up food last night, and they didn't even have, like, tables and chairs set out for anyone to dine in. You just, like, grab your food and left. Yep. Yeah, support local businesses during these Support times. local businesses, support Black-owned businesses mm-hmm. and local businesses, everything.
1: Yeah. Oh, so in more exciting, not social
0: issues news, y'all, I have a venue for my wedding. She does have a venue for her wedding. She sent me pictures. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I'm so excited, even though it's over a year away but I'm counting down days already yeah we to have cocktail hour we're hoping that roll through the venue
1: <laughs> um well I mean we're hoping so right now one of the things that they told us um was the every venue we've been going to is they're like we have to tell you our current COVID restrictions they're like obviously we're hoping the world would be very different over a year from now but they're like we have to tell it to you anyway and one of them is we can't have a dance floor which I would be very sad because you know we're dancers we have other people that we danced with that are coming or that will be invited and I'm like, I want to dance with my pals, but we got to be safe.
0: Oh, I want to dance with somebody. somebody. <laughs> I don't want to feel the with So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we're going to have to see on that. But I, I think it just depends on, obviously, how the world goes. We want everyone to be safe. Um, So we're just kind of trying to chug along and we'll get there. And- So at least we were just so worried that we weren't going to find anything. So we're very
0: happy that we now officially have a date,
1: which feels weird because so to anyone who is currently planning wedding or will be this whole, you know, error, we can have apps. Um, We're using the knot, which I, it's very helpful because it tells me stuff like you should plan this at this time. And I'm like, I didn't even know I had to do that. Thank you. Um, for educating <laughs> me. Um, but it's cool because I put in our date because eventually, through the knot, we'll be able to make a website where our friends and family can not only like RSVP, our registry will be there. Um, and we wanted to do, they have like a thing where you can sign up for people to give you like cash gifts. So if somebody's like, oh, I want to give a gift, but I feel like everything left on your registry is expensive. Like they can just give us cash mm-hmm. so
0: cash
1: cash money
0: i don't know there's that tiktok dance you know where it starts cash and they do the little what's this thing the whoa whoa the whoa i think that's what it's <laughs> called but i i don't know if it has any other words or if it's just like sounds like music sounds <laughs> <Cash>. music. <laughs>
1: I know what you're talking about. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I kind of know what, because TikToks end up on Instagram. I don't have a TikTok. We've already talked about this, but they all end up on Instagram. So, but I do know what you're talking about. Annika, what's new with you?
0: Um, well, I went back to work today, like to the actual work building Mm -hmm. today. I've been working from home since mid, mid Mm mid-March. Um, but our office officially opened. On Monday, with all of its COVID upgrades, I guess, not upgrades, but we're operating at like 50% capacity. They have arrows on the floor so that everything is like a one way mm-hmm. thing. You get your temperature taken at the front desk and you have to like sign in and s- state that you haven't had any contact with COVID. And then anytime you're walking around, you have to be wearing your mask and they, you no longer like pull on the bathroom door you just like there isn't a handle that you have to like pull you just push it's just a push bathroom door oh nice and there are hand sanitizer stations all throughout the office which don't over sanitize your hands this is something that I think needs to be remembered in this period of time because on your hands there's also good bacteria that kills germs and hand sanitizer kills all bacteria, both good and bad. So don't like constantly be sanitizing your hands because then you're just weakening your immune system. Yeah. But that's a topic for a different time. Um, so, yeah, I went back to work today. I got up way earlier than I have been, which was weird, but kind of nice. Uh, And I went into work and I sadly did not get to snack all day. Usually (laughs) while I'm working at home, I'm like snacking all day. And at the office, that's not possible. Mm -hmm. So that was a little bit sad. I was kind of hungry by the end of the day. And other than that, I'm trying to think what's new. What's new and happy? There was something new and sad that happened to me this week, but I don't know if that's something we want to address on this podcast.
1: Oh you did you had a good Samaritan moment.
0: I mean I guess it's a good Samaritan moment but nothing has come of it yet so I haven't been a good Samaritan yet but you I found. You did
1: the right thing.
0: Well just today I, I like called Olivia being anxious because I'm a little anxious bean and I was like Olivia I don't know what to do. I found someone's keys in the parking lot of my apartment and there's no like I don't know how to find them because there's no personal identification information on here and the office in our apartment is closed so I can't just like drop them off here and so I don't know what to do and so eventually we figured out that there was an after-hours maintenance line which I called and they were like your wireless service has been temporarily disband or whatever I don't know and I was like what does that even mean so I couldn't get a hold of the after hours maintenance office to give them the keys and so finally I, I got a phone with Olivia and I called my mom which honestly probably <laughs> should have been my first call I don't know why Olivia was my first call I
1: mean I'm really flattered
0: <laughs> but I called my mom and I was like mom what do I do and she was like you should put sticky notes up on the front door of the office and also maybe like on the door of the garage that say like if you've lost your keys you should call me and then like make sure that they that when they call you you ask them like questions to see what they're like to see if they can detail what the keys look like and like they know what vehicle type it belongs to and then you can meet them in the lobby of the apartment and I was like Wow, mom, you're so good at life. <laughs> <laughs> we love your Shout mom. Shout out to my mom for being good at life.
1: <laughs> we love your mom. <laughs>
0: she is so awesome.
1: I will never forget anytime I think of your mom the image that immediately pops into my head is when we were staying with you guys during ACL and I was in your kitchen talking to your mom I don't know why I was in your kitchen I think I was doing dishes and your mom was like why no, are you, you doing were
0: probably looking for a cat
1: that is true but I think oh no we all had those cups from that one place and we all drank out of them because oh. we wanted to eat them and I was like oh I'm gonna go wash these for everyone so I went into your kitchen and I was like and there were other dishes in there. So I just decided to wash them because I was there. I wanted to be nice. And so then your mom and I started talking. And then one of your cats was there. But so my standing, sorry, my standing memory of your mom is we were standing at your kitchen counter and one of your cats was on the kitchen counter and he was butting his head into her head and they were like rubbing That's,
0: heads. Oh, That's so That's their little, like, secret handshake. Hobbs will, like, <laughs> bend his head down, and then my mom will, like, bend her head down, and they'll meet foreheads, and then Hobbs will, like, rub his head into my mom's head. It's really cute. It's so cute. That's,
1: like, anytime I think of your mom, I think of that moment, because it was very pure and very natural, and for someone who had never seen it, like, to me, it felt very odd, but then, like, after a second it was very wholesome and I was like that's so cool to like I don't know it was very sweet and I really liked witnessing it I don't know sorry that's really weird but (laughs) so that's a good thing that happened you like found someone's keys and you like
0: are hopefully if someone doesn't call me tonight tomorrow morning like when the front office opens up I'll run the keys down there and be like here are someone's keys or are they open sometimes yeah, they'll be open sometimes, but they work, like, eight to five, and I- Oh, I thought I they were, like, the closed up because at like, COVID. Oh. No. There are, like, people in there, but it's not, like, it was, like, after hours. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, if no one calls, then I'll just drop them off in the office in the morning. <laughs> anyways, let's move on. We spent a lot of time talking about our lives. Yep. Well, I'm sure people love hearing about our lives. We have yeah. other things to talk about. This is true One, yeah, let's your I have a very small O oh, snap we forgot, which isn't an O oh, snap we forgot. It's just um a continuation of things we were talking about last week because I heard an interesting fact today that relates to Bigfoot, and last week we were talking about Bigfoot yes, Bigfoot so apparently, while one of the star wars movies was being filmed i'm not actually 100 percent sure because i don't really watch star wars like i've seen a couple of the movies but i've not like but anyways apparently the actor who played chewbacca whenever he was in his costume he was always escorted around by like guards Mm -hmm. Because they were afraid that someone might see him, think he was Bigfoot, and try to kill him.
1: Really? Yeah. That's fantastic.
0: Isn't that weird?
1: I love that. I did not know that. But that sounds about right.
0: And also, I would like to state that this was not technically fact-checked. But this was heard on the podcast slash radio show Wait Wait Don't Tell Me which is like comedy news show. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um that was where my facts came from so people don't get mad at me for like spewing fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Okay, so moving on. Yes. I it's my turn to pick topic. Mm -hmm. So today I want to talk about writing and reading and stories, and inspiration, and creativity, which is a very broad umbrella, but we're going to try to keep it uh, kind of streamlined to like writing and reading, mm-hmm. um, and so Olivia and I have mentioned before that we got the idea for this podcast while we were in a creative writing class together, and one of our assignments was to do a podcast about some of the works we've written Mm -hmm. and so I don't know Olivia kind of said she didn't really actually remember any of the things that she wrote in that class I was hoping we could have a fun discussion about some of the things we wrote in that class Mm. but I I do I have a memory of a short story that I wrote that I'm actually really proud of basically about how I saw um the current presidential administration um possibly having a hand in a mass genocide like the holocaust of anyone who didn't match the aryan race um but it was all like very uh subliminal messaging Mm -hmm. so that was fun i wrote about basically what's happening right now like two years ago yikes
1: are you psychic? I can
0: predict the future.
1: <laughs> um, I do kind of remember um writing a little bit about, as I had mentioned last week, that was the first time I had mentioned my biological mother, um, just in passing, but I did only because I was also choreographing a piece for our dance company that Annika and I were a part of at the time, kind of based around that my so i kind of wrote just because i was like really trying to process a lot of emotions at that time only because my biological mother and i don't have a relationship currently and it when we did have a relationship it was a very toxic negative relationship that i have chosen to leave only because i have plenty of other people in my life that love me and care about me and those sorts of things so I do remember reading that and I think writing and kind of moving through those thoughts was really therapeutic and I think that's something you and I both kind of talked about at the time especially because we ended up reading our stuff to each other yeah and it was I wrote
0: a poem I remember writing a poem about feelings I was having a really complicated relationship with one of my Best friends from high school at that point in time. And I remember writing a very impassioned poem about her and my thoughts on her life choices.
1: Oh, I remember that one. Oh, that was a good one.
0: Thank you. So, anyways, I have always loved writing. My problem with writing is that I can't do anything long. And I've learned this multiple times in my life i've actually started writing two different books (laughs) what (laughs) yeah like while i was really young like one of them i was writing in middle school and it was basically about these two groups of girls one group of girls that was a dancer that were dancers and the other group of girls that were figure skaters because Those were the two things I did. Those are the two things I still do. And I don't know, at the time in middle school, I was reading that book series, The Click. I don't know if you read that at all, but it was basically about really rich girls who were like mean to other people. Yeah. To be fair, the author has been like, I wrote these books because I want people to know how not to be in school. Anyways, I just read it because it was really interesting to me. So, yeah, I think I got, like, four chapters in, and then I got bored and stopped writing. And then I started writing another book in freshman year of high school about this girl that I had met over the summer that was, like, a couple years younger than me, not that much younger than me. And I think back now, and I'm like, how did I not know I was gay? Because I wrote this a whole book. I started this whole book about this girl that I was like, I just wanted to be my sister, and I started this book, oh. and it was like, <laughs> it was literally this book about how her parents died in a car crash, and then my family adopted her. Uh, but it was like based off a real person that I had like fallen in love—air quotes around fallen in love with—fallen in love with at summer camp because it was summer camp, like,
1: weird things happen at summer camp,
0: (laughs) but anyways, so once again, got, like, five chapters in, completely stopped,
1: Mm -hmm. I remember, do you remember those movies, and I can't specifically cite one, but, like, when we were kids, and, like, the whole movie was about, like, her writing in her diary, like, every day, and it was, like, pretty much the plot line of, the movie or whatever do you know what i'm talking about like in the early to like late 90s early 2000s where there were a lot of like movies like that
0: no honestly no because i'm not a very well versed in movies person and definitely not late 90s early 2000s movies really i just remember I do them like... remember the disney channel original movie read it and weep <laughs>
1: Well, it was like stuff I remember seeing like on Disney Channel, and I literally can't remember specifically what. But it was like, "Dear Diary," like la la la, la and it's like, oh, those sorts of things. That sounds
0: like something I've heard though. Do you know what I mean? What and was it... Lizzie McGuire? No, because Lizzie I, McGuire didn't had watch... like a cartoon version of herself.
1: But it wasn't that. Wasn't my inspiration. I know that. But I remember, like, starting to, like, heavily write in my diary, like, weird stuff. And then I stopped because I was, like, what am I doing? Yeah. That's weird. (laughs) Do you ever think, like, random memories come to your brain about things that you did or thought as a child and you just automatically cringe and you're just,
0: you're like, why? Yeah. Oh, like, children are so cringy. But not anymore, Somehow children have learned how to skip like the cringe phase. I know. I don't know how that happened. Like you see those little like, girls. Where's your where's your gaucho pants phase? <laughs> yes. Where's yeah. your like skirts with leggings underneath it phase? Mm-hmm. Where's your like plaid shorts phase? Like Yeah. I I want to know. Like I see 15 where's your braces and acne yeah. phage yeah where'd that go I, I, I literally
1: you see 15 year old 15 year olds on the internet today and I'm like I did not look like that at 15 I'm I'm my age now and I you, don't even look like that
0: you also see 15 year olds being like super out and proud now and I'm like I wish when I was 15 I knew I was gay I mean like I probably should have known, because 15 is about the time that I was writing that book. But, like, now 15-year-olds are like, I'm gay. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have just had so much more enjoyment of my life if I had come out at 15. True. Actually, maybe not. My high school was a little bit not great. Yeah, As far as I actually
1: now that I think about it, I believe I would have to ask Andrew. I think there was a trans person that went to our high school. She they sorry, they were not in my grade. I wish Andrew's not nearby. I can't ask him.
0: We can we can make a note of it and update on um oh snap we forgot next week if we yes. need to. Yes. I believe
1: but I remember like we had a pretty progressive... Oh, very... hold
0: up. Someone's calling me. I'm, I'm wondering <gasps> if it's the person from the, the keys. Guys! Hello? Yes. Um, would you be able to describe maybe a couple things about the keys just so I know I have the right person? Okay, I'm back. Where were we? Hello? The keys have been returned to their rightful owner. And we are back to talking about reading and writing.
1: Yeah, sorry for the break in audio, y'all. Anyways,
0: so um, we were talking about my inability to finish things that are written. And the same thing kind of goes with reading. I don't think I've fully finished a book since high school besides that one, the one time I went to Ghana for six weeks because I didn't have internet access. And so the only thing to do on long bus rides, because we took long bus rides around the country, was read. And so I finished two whole books while I was in Ghana. Nice. But I think that's, since I finished high school, I don't even know if in high school I finished any books, which is horrible because when I was growing up, I loved reading. I... I loved reading and I would go, go to the bathroom in quotation marks so that it looked like I was getting ready for bed. But I brought my books with me and I would just read them in the bathroom. And my parents would always get really mad at me for taking so long to get ready for bed. And I was like, I'm sorry. I just love the shower. <laughs> but I was like reading books in the bathroom. That's an interesting place to read a book. Um, my mom. Well, I didn't want my parents to get mad at me for like staying up late, and so I would be like, well, I'm getting ready for bed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, my mom, during the summers when we were kids, all the way up and pretty late into high school, um, we had to read an hour every day. Like that was our like one thing always on our to do list is we had to read for an hour every day, which, as a kid, kind of, I liked to re- like when I was really little, I liked reading, and then I went through that period where I was like, this is a drag, and then as I got older, I liked it a little more. I don't know, you know what I mean? Like I remember reading. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read um, the Magic Tree House books? Yes, those were fantastic.
0: Yeah, those are great, and I, well, when I was really little, I know, I actually know I talked about this last week, when I was in elementary school, the thing I loved the most reading was mystery books, uh-huh. so I've read, like, literally every single Nancy Drew that exists, mm-hmm. I know the Magic Tree House isn't really a mystery book, but sometimes it kind of was, like, figuring out why mm-hmm. they were sent back to that specific time period, or whatever, hmm so, I read, like, all the Magic House books. I read all of the A to Z mystery books, which I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the Boxcar Children. Mm-hmm. I read so many of those. Junie B. Jones. Oh, I love Junie B. Jones. That wasn't really a mystery, but. No, just good books. Junie B. Jones was a good book. hmm And then, when I grew up, I got really into the, like, teen books. Mm-hmm. I never read Twilight, um, but I loved The Click. Mm -hmm. I love this book called Click Here, which has nothing to do with The Click, but it's basically about this girl who has a crush on a guy, and she's good at, like, coding, and so she codes, like, a website for him. It was really interesting. (laughs) And then (laughs) here's here's the embarrassing one. Still to this day, my favorite books are The Princess Diaries. Yes, the ones that that movie with Anne Hathaway was based off of, but the books are so much better, and there are ten of them, and there are also half books and quarter books.
1: Okay, I knew there were books. I've never read them, but the movies are fantastic. We love Anne Hathaway, or I love Anne Hathaway.
0: I love Anne Hathaway as well. but. Here's my qualms. Okay. Movie two is nothing like any of the books two through ten. Aww. Movie one is pretty much book one. Mm-hmm. Movie two, they decided to take like a completely different direction, and that's why I can't stand The Princess Diaries now that I've read the books. That makes I can't sense. stand the second movie. They also completely cut out this one character that's like a pretty main character in the books because like when Lily turns on Mia Mia has to find like a new friend and so she finds a friend with this other girl that's been kind of ostracized from the school Mm -hmm. and they like completely cut her out of the movies hmm It's, like, her best friend for most of the books because Lily isn't her friend again until book, like, nine. That's odd. Yeah. Weird.
1: I have heard rumors, though, that Anne Hathaway and Chris Pine said they would be up to making another one. And I didn't read the books, so I'm here for it. Because I think... Okay, even if you didn't like the second book, you have to admit that in that movie, movie. you are correct. I misspoke. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Um, in the second movie, Anne Hathaway and Chris Pine have mega chemistry.
0: Yeah, they do. Like you can feel it through your television. You're like, wow. Yeah. No, I I agree. I just am sad because it's not any of the storylines that I learned to love from the books.
1: Oh, I agree with that. I do. It is very upsetting when you read a book that you fall in love with and then you see the movie because you're like, wow, I get to see these characters I have loved and like imagined and thought about and mm-hmm. see them come to life. And then you're like, well, that wasn't,
0: you know, what movie is better than the book is based on though? What? Lemonade mouth. Oh my gosh. I'm not even kidding. I've read the book Lemonade Mouth. It's not great.
1: It's not?
0: No. It's probably because there's no singing in it. Yeah. They, they got some the catchy song. tunes in that movie. <laughs> some catchy tunes. Determinate! Determinate! Break the okay, so one. For you, favorite book.
1: Like favorite,
0: favorite book? Yeah. Mine is Princess Diaries 10, Forever Princess okay this is (laughs) this isn't like
1: this isn't a book I've read as an adult like that I can necessarily pinpoint but it's one like from my childhood childhood it just brings like a lot of really good memories and it was the like children's book guess how much I love you and it's like the dad rabbit and the little son rabbit and it's the book that was like I love you to the moon and back
0: which
1: everyone like quotes now but it's from that like children's book or at least i remember that as a child and that was way before mm-hmm. instagram so um but my dad used to read it to Mallory and i when we were kids so he'd like say that to us all the time and i don't know why, i just it it's just a very fond memory and it's kind of my favorite book but for like a memory sake sort of thing i i feel like cuz i just finished school and i just got my job that's not an excuse but like School has been my hobby, and I haven't had time to do any free reading. Mm-hmm.
0: And I could do a better no, job. No, I totally but, like, get that. Doing, I it. like setting aside your free time for reading as opposed to watching Netflix. I totally get that because that's what I do all the time.
1: Yeah. So I, well, like I've always talked about. I watched Game of Thrones, and I've heard the books are fantastic. Like it's really mm-hmm. funny. Andrew's dad right now, he. Is well, he was reading the books and he was going to completely read all of them before he watched the show Game of Thrones. But then, when everything shut down, he was getting the books from the library. And when everything shut down, he was like, I can't get the next book. And Andrew and I were like, order it off Amazon, and he didn't want to do it. He refused. So I was like, All right, Brian, what the heck? He's funny. But then, our local libraries opened back up where you could do like curbside book pickups. And so he got very excited so he could start getting Game of Thrones again. But he kind of caved a little bit during COVID because he knew where he was in the books, like, in the show. So now he's started to kind of watch the show, like, as he's reading. Reading the books. Mm -hmm. So it's very funny for Andrew and I to be like, where are you at in Game of Thrones? And then he tells us and we're like,
0: oh, you don't know what's coming. So, yeah. I have kind of a reverse story in for Harry Potter because I was very late on the Harry Potter train Mm -hmm. Um, which you can tell because movies like one through five or something had already came out and Mm -hmm. so my friends and I one of my friends was really obsessed with Harry Potter and so she invited it was our New Year's Eve activity. We were going to stay up as late as we could watching as many Harry Potter movies as we could, but I had never seen any of the Harry Potter movies, read any of the Harry Potter books, but we got through m- movie three, and what, like the day after I came back to my house, like from her house, because obviously it was a sleepover, um, I was like, I need to read the Harry Potter books, like right now. hmm immediately like it was like the movies were what made me want to read the books Mm -hmm. as opposed to like the other way around Mm -hmm. well that's how
1: i am with game of thrones like now that i've watched it i want to read the books especially because um the author of game of thrones hasn't actually finished it and the way they ended the show was deeply upsetting in many ways
0: yeah, i heard who, that
1: a lot. Yeah, as anyone who is a fan of Game of Thrones, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There were so many, they ruined character arcs that I was like, you spent the whole show developing this character just to put them back where they started. How does that make sense? And people died. It didn't make sense. It was upsetting. So... Now I want to read the books because supposedly he's gonna finish the series and maybe the actual creator of Game of Thrones will have a better ending than the directors of the show.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay, we're gonna really quickly.
1: Oh yeah, we gotta do, wrap up.
0: so like super spitball round. What we're gonna do is back and forth. We're gonna say like one art piece piece of media i'm not going to limit it to movies or books or anything that really affected us growing up and we'll do like four rounds so i'll start fantasia
1: hmm oh this is a weird one to start on but shrek
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay okay um the sound of music
1: Oh, the Disney mix soundtrack. Oh. I only because, okay, so I have to explain myself in the moment because so my sister and I shared a room when we were kids for a while and we, there was just like a very general like Disney soundtrack that had a bunch of different songs from all the different Disney movies and we would put it on and fall asleep to it at night and but like Mallory and and I would like
0: sleep to oh I was thinking Disney mania no
1: no 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 no. like all the different like store like the princesses like Robin Hood like all those different like Bambi Mm. like and Mallory and I would like quietly sing in our beds next
0: to each other that's so cute it was it's very cute (laughs) sorry okay okay round three Little Voice, the album by Sarah Bareilles. Mm. Um, Kim Possible. Oh. <laughs> Call me, beat me, If, you're gonna if you gonna reach me. me. <laughs> okay. I have one, and it's gonna sound really pre- pretentious. Actually, either one I do is gonna sound really pretentious. I was trying to think of another book, mm-hmm. but I don't have one. So, I'm going to say A Sunday Afternoon on the Island of La Grande Jatte painting by George Seurat, which my parents made me watch this movie called A Sunday in the Park with George before we went to Chicago, which the Chicago Museum of Art, something along those lines, is where that painting is. And this movie, A Sunday in the Park with George is basically, like, it's honestly kind of boring, but because I watched the movie, I, like, okay, the movie is, like, a biopic, I think that's what it's called, when it's Mm -hmm. just, like, a piece of someone's life, like, acted out, Mm -hmm. and so it's just, like, following George Seurat's life as he was painting this photo, this portrait it's not really a portrait either, this painting, painting this painting, that's what I was trying not to say, but so then when I finally got to see it in person, I was like more enraptured by it because I had seen the movie, and I had like had the background information on it.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, My last one is probably going to be the Broadway play, Wicked. Oh, love that one.
0: I love, when I'm in the car, I love to sing Defying Gravity at, Mm. like, loud volume.
1: Oh, yeah. To see if you can actually hit those notes.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, Yeah, that one was, well, because at the dance studio that I danced at in high school, um, we did a lot of, like, adaptations of, like, Broadway shows like Disney movies mm. like those sorts of things to make them like kid friendly and we weren't like copywriting kind of thing um and we did Wicked and it was very very cool I just I think like a lot of people who know the story it was um it, to know a classic tale and see a different spin on it and as a kid to have your eyes opened up to there's two sides to every story yeah um was very eye opening. And then to actually be able to go see it on Broadway. um, Oh, you got to see it
0: on Broadway? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've seen it live multiple times, but never on Broadway. Always like touring. We,
1: well, so we, my family and I went to New York City um, during Christmas time, which was very cool. And it was so fun because we did all the regular touristy stuff because like my sister and I were young and we had never seen New York City my sister when she was a kid she had this little winter hat that like when you put it on it had little ears and a little nose and it was a little polar bear and it was funny because so we were taking like tour buses like all around and we'd like jump off and go to museums mm-hmm. and um like we went to Chinatown and like all these different areas and one time so one of the tour guides on the bus called us the polar bear family because of Mallory's little hat and it was so cute because so we and the reason I mentioned Chinatown oh my gosh my necklace is broken um I mentioned Chinatown specifically because we had gotten on a tour bus and went to Chinatown and we caught another tour bus to like head back to our hotel and one of the the guy who called us the polar bear family his boss happened to be the one that picked us up and we got on and he was like it's the polar bear family it was very cute Aww. Um, but we saw Wicked on Broadway and my sister and I were both in love with it and we were so insulted because my grandpa fell asleep during it <laughs> and we were like how dare you how dare you and do you know he, the audacity you know what he said to us he literally was like oh, I've seen way better Broadway shows I'm like excuse me which <laughs> one I forget I was so young the But Phantom it's about
0: the Opera that one's personally one that I'm like why do people like this I don't know he didn't specify but like
1: my grandpa he um yeah he's gotten a chance to see a lot of Broadway stuff because my grandma was very into the arts Mm -hmm. um and so they saw like a lot of Broadway and they went to like art museums and did all that kind of stuff so um yeah he was like "Eh." I mean it was fine but obviously I fell asleep so and my sister and I were so livid (laughs) Uh, okay sorry continue
0: okay so now to finish this out I think we're gonna have to do an abbreviated version of the activity that I had planned but if you were able to write a book or write a movie or whatever you want to call it or a book that gets adapted into a movie what would you like to write it about like what would be your your topic of writing And I can go first if you want me to, if you need more time to think. Well, two things pop into mind because I feel like one of the easiest
1: genres you can get into is like, like the romantic kind of books. I don't know. Like, you can just imagine how easy and fun it would be to write a book about, like, a young girl that, like, travels abroad, and she meets some really hunky guy, and it's, like, or whatever. Maybe, like, the
0: ideal situation for romance.
1: Yeah, or maybe maybe she could be gay. Or maybe I can make it a boy. if you want
0: that, if you want that, hot tip, you can read fan fiction.
1: You know, girl.
0: (laughs) Hot tip
1: hot tip or i'd want to write a murder mystery da, da, da. what yeah, a surprise I so
0: good at a murder mystery
1: what a surprise olivia wants to write a true crime book we never saw it coming
0: okay well if it were a fictional book it wouldn't be true crime
1: well it would be fictional crime well,
0: well yeah i guess what i'm saying what is if it's you wrote it from a... the perspective of the murderer as opposed to like from the perspective of a detective well then i'd
1: have to do a lot of psychology and i'd have to do a deep dive into the psyche that would be something
0: completely different than what anyone has written true well isn't that
1: one show on netflix that everyone's obsessed with which i am not a fan of may i say and that is probably you know unpopular opinion you
0: oh yeah i haven't watched that that show doesn't seem appealing to me mallory watches it And I've watched a little bit of it, and it doesn't do it. It's
1: too, mm, yeah, no, not for me. But, ooh, actually, what I do really love is when you get those books, like half of the book is from one person's perspective,
0: and the other half is from another person's perspective. I completely agree. One of my earliest book-reading memories of something that wasn't mystery was this book called Flipped. Where it was like the same story told from two different perspectives mm-hmm. and it like went chapter by chapter and like flipped perspective. <gasps>
1: oh, that's cool.
0: It was so good. And it was like retrograding. It was so it was like it was a boy and a girl because of course all all romance books are about boys and girls. We should but write. like Sh I'm about to start it. Oh I'm about sorry. To tell you my my idea. sorry. Sorry, sorry, go, anyways, go, go. <laughs> It's, like, at the beginning of the book, this boy is, like, infatuated with this girl, and this girl doesn't want anything to do with him. And then by the end of the book, it, like, gets flipped, and the girl is, like, in love with the boy, and the boy doesn't, has, like, moved on. Oh, no. But, like, the Ah. whole story is, like, told back and forth between their two perspectives. Mm, That's an interesting one. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Those are kind of what I would lean towards. I was gonna you could say something. Do,
0: you could do a murder mystery book that flipped perspectives from detective yeah. to murderer. I
1: know, but then that how do you still? So cool. How do you still? Because I think the one thing about following Keep a detective it as being a
0: mystery,
1: yeah, because I think as you follow the detectives in those books, it's like you're finding out clues and you're finding things that are going on.
0: But I think you would have to do it like you. when you were writing as the murderer you would have to like rationalize everything as a murderer would so you wouldn't like give all of its your information away because like everything would be rationalized and written like Mm -hmm. in a way that it seems completely reasonable to the person reading it Mm -hmm. well here's which would be a really hard nuance to pull off yeah
1: so if I was going to write it from a perspective of a murderer, I would want it to be at least somewhat accurate to the human psyche because I don't want to, like, conjure up some idea of, like, a murderer's thought process, but I also don't think we know enough about the psyche of people that kill other people. Do you know what I mean? Because also, Yeah, you would have to
0: read a lot of, like, interviews with murderers, like, after they're arrested.
1: But also you see in a lot of literature that a lot of them claim to not have a thought process and they just did it. And others straight up just don't want to tell you unless. Yeah. Unless you're Ed Kemper, then you're messed up. If you guys are into true crime, go on Netflix and watch Mindhunter. It'll scare you, but it's fascinating. That is all. Please. What would be your book?
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. so my book would be a true rom-com type book Mm -hmm. like think princess diaries think Mm -hmm. like this perfect romance that's born out of deep chemistry and love and like banter except make it gay because here's my problem with especially Gay movies Mm -hmm. or movies that end up gay Mm -hmm. is that they all follow this recipe where one of the girls starts out gay and the other girl is like married to a man or like in engaged to a man or just like dating a man and then like she has to meet the other girl to like figure out her sexuality and while that's like Kind of a cool, like, all gay stories are valid gay stories, but like, I want a story that happens just like a straight story where no one has to come out, no one has to have any sort of conflicts that deal with their sexuality, no Mm. one has to have, like, there isn't the angry parent that's like, you're gay, get out of my house, like, none of that happens. It's just like, two gay people living their lives their normal lives and then they meet one day and they have so much chemistry and then they fall in love and live happily ever after but of course there are conflicts because anything that doesn't have conflicts is like boring to
1: mm-hmm. so I'm here for it
0: that's what I would write if I could actually get past chapter four of any book that I sat down to write
1: here's another question because This is what I've heard from other people that, specifically women, women who are gay or lesbian, however you identify specifically.
0: WLWs? Women who like women?
1: Yes. Um, What I've heard, another big complaint is that a lot of movies or books that are specifically about gay, like women, is they're very sexually graphic (laughs) and everyone's like why why do we have to why so I'm just wondering if you had
0: they can be well here's my thing I don't mind sexually graphic what I do mind is sexually graphic for the pleasure of men slash directed by a male director from the male gaze so like there are a lot of times in movies where you will see just things that aren't realistic for lesbian intercourse. hmm Or like yep. the fact that everything is like very tender and like it's all very like bathed in white and like soft and sweet. <laughs> and you're like, mm. I like I mean, like, there's a time and a place for that. But, like, that doesn't mean just because it's two women having sex together that that's what sex is going to be like. Mm -hmm. Also, the nails have got to go. Like, women in movies, if they're playing a lesbian, which is a whole other story about straight women playing, straight people playing gay people and, like, whether or not, it's acceptable which in my view it is but I can totally see how it could not be people Mm -hmm. and I well
1: okay my one point to
0: that is is
1: like example Neil Patrick Harris playing Barney Stinson and How I Met Your Mother who the character Barney Stinson is the biggest like player like always getting the girls Mm -hmm. like and then I like I seriously didn't know he was gay until I like looked him up on the internet one day. And again, I'm not saying that that's necessarily an argument for what that is, but I just that was like my first. Sorry, that just made me think like that was the first time I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's a gay person playing a straight person." Like, yeah, that's. But then there's also
0: like then there's also like the nuance of like obviously a traditionally black role or a traditionally native mm-hmm. american indigenous mm-hmm. role or a traditionally asian role should not be portrayed by a white person but it can be very interesting and or you know people call it groundbreaking but it really shouldn't be groundbreaking it just is that roles that have typically been cast as white people then getting cast as black people asian people indigenous people such as Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, where Hermione was cast as a black woman. Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a it's in the London cast. Okay, that's cool. Or like how? um, Well, at one point they were gonna do the live version of Little Mermaid, and oh, they yeah. cast they mm-hmm. cast. Uh, oh, I don't remember Hallie her name. or Chloe. One of them from chloe x tally one of them i don't remember which yeah, one
1: i don't remember who but i do remember that yeah i do remember so that. i don't know
0: it's, i feel like in some ways it's like that mm-hmm. but also in some ways it's not because being gay isn't something that's naturally visible to the eye it's something that can be hidden yeah. if it needs to be mm-hmm. which is a privilege as a gay person it's obviously mentally exhausting if you're having to hide it all the time but like Mm -hmm. you know yeah it can be so I see both sides of the argument as far as should straight people be allowed to play gay people yes or no yeah but I just wanted to
1: ask about that just because I know that's something I've heard but I'm here for your book idea like, let's write it in classic style, but, like, everyone's already come out, like, you don't have to go through any of that stuff, like, it's actually just about,
0: all of the conflicts are, like, actual relationship conflicts, and, mm -hmm. or maybe, like, job conflicts, or, like, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, my
0: job tells me that I need to move here, Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be there,
1: and, or the whole plot line of, like, someone runs into an ex, and then you're, like, oh, gosh, like,
0: yeah, Maybe one of them is bi instead of gay, so the X is a boy, but it's like, I'm bi, mm-hmm. because bi is a completely valid identity,
1: Yay. and if
0: you identify as bi, here's my message for you. You are perfect just the way you are. You don't need to be more gay. You don't need to be more straight. You don't need to be more anything. You just need to be you. And you just need to love whoever you want to love. And if it changes from day to day, that's great. You don't need to be stuck in one one girls or boys or anything unless you're in a serious relationship and it's monogamous, then you should probably be stuck with, with one person. But Definitely. like, just because you dated a boy last time doesn't mean you got to date a boy again. Just because you dated a girl last time doesn't mean you got to date a girl again. You're bi and you're perfect. And that's what I have to say to you. So maybe I'll write a book with a good, realistic bi character in it. Because that's what you bisexuals deserve.
1: Aww. Look at you being so supportive.
0: (laughs) Maybe maybe one of them will be like a trans woman. (sighs) Wouldn't that
1: be cool? Oh my gosh, what if you had the most diverse friend group of a book cast ever?
0: Maybe instead of the like you know like the token gay friend that's in like every year <gasps> book. It, there's
1: a token straight
0: person. <laughs> <laughs> there's a it could be a token straight friend. Yes! <laughs> the one token straight friend mm-hmm. and then like the main characters of this book, like everyone's trans or gay or yeah. bi or like some weird like pansexual, demisexual, mm-hmm. asexual. Intersex, like yep. all of this weird stuff, or they're like a gender, yep. and then there's like one straight person that's like, um. So, uh, anyone want to talk about what is straight people like? <laughs> well, I
1: think I think it depends. Is it a straight guy or is it a straight girl?
0: I have more experience with straight girls, mm. but I wouldn't be opposed to writing like the Morgan character. Like, I just take everything that I learned from Morgan and just, like, plop it into a person. That's true. In my book. Well, I think it depends. In that case, it would be, like, hey, who wants to talk about video games? (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, hey, who wants to talk about cars? Or, like, hey, who wants to see this video of my dog? (laughs) And well, because was, I was
1: about to say, if you are going to make it a straight girl, you could go really stereotypical, like, oh my god, I was on
0: Tinder, yeah, and this guy- that girl- No, that girl wouldn't have a group of friends that was, like, trans true. pans. You never know. Transpans. Hey,
1: trans pans. Hey, trans Hey, you never know. There might be girls out true. there that have friends like true, that.
0: True, 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 We
1: can't judge. Chef, Don't judge.
0: What would be better,
1: what would be better is if you had a very masculine straight guy in that group of friends, like,
0: I think that would be great,
1: like, ex-football player, like, yeah, just groundbreaking,
0: absolutely, maybe in the end, he falls in love with the trans girl, (gasps) gasp, (laughs) and then it's like, (laughs) sexuality isn't gender, You know? Okay. So that's that's been a whole lot of thoughts about a book. Um, We would love for you to tell us about what you resonated with in either of our story ideas, or what you would want to write a book about, or what inspired you as a child, or what book you last actually finished. Mm -hmm. And where can they tell us all of these things, Olivia? On
1: our Instagram is a great place to start.
0: You can DM us.
1: You can comment on one of our many posts, any of them, actually, wherever you'd like.
0: You can can randomly close your
1: eyes and pick one.
0: What is our Instagram handle?
1: You can live anytime, the name of our
0: podcast. Hello. Exactly. You could also tweet at us at Mm -hmm. You Can Live Annie. There is no time. No. There is also no time for stupidity and social justice issues, but our Twitter handle is at you can live mm-hmm. No, at you can live any. Follow us on wherever you listen
1: to podcasts. Podcasts. Be
0: Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star rating. You can leave us a comment. Maybe you can tell us what book you would like to write there, or maybe you can tell us what resonated with you in your review of us on Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm.
1: That's a great place to start. Guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, we appreciate your time.
0: I have to go pee.
1: (gasps) Yay, we're back on schedule. We're
0: back on schedule.
1: Look at us. Okay, We're so, back on schedule. You got that person, their keys back. Yeah.
0: It's a good day. That lovely man. Yes. All right, good guys. Day. Thank you so much for listening. Um, And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.